Hey guys, it is what nine something late twenty two on a Tuesday. So Tuesday. trivia is done at House of Pendragon, and we're here ready to do the coolest thing I think of the night. It's Half a point. Twenty minutes at the bar. It's it's my favorite. So um, so slight aside to the the intro. So um, every week no more. I, I want people to come up with a cool intro, and so I was thinking of different types of pros and stuff like that and i realized i never made a rap that's not pros but go ahead that's your mouth okay i'm just saying (laughs) it takes a lot of energy it took a lot of energy to do this it's poetry and so um i I was trying to think of what decade i wanted to make this rap i want to make it like 90s like hip hip hop Hippie, hippie, no. hoo, look at yeah. me, and look at you. That's like that kind 70s. Of thing. That's like 70s. <laughs> That's like 80s. Oh, oh, you, you, you made almost everyone in the table spill their beer right now, by the way. <laughs> Spit tank. So I, I think Those I came up with a good friends. one. Um, it This was like a happy week and rap. a half of, it's it kind of happy rap. Uh, kind of Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. He raps happy. The happy um, rap. So yeah. let me see if I can get through it. Okay. <laughs> Argyle Guard one. Okay. Uh, it's late on a Tuesday. You better grab another beer. All the wieners scooted off, so the bar is pretty clear. The mic is set up, ready to record all the funny bullshit that's about to unfold. So I know that you laughed. Can't say that you didn't, because our show's a fucking masterpiece. Cut up into 20-minute random funny nuggets pulled out of a bag of fun. We yell and give hell for a spell, and then we're done. I put this on my mama and my kitty cat, too. 20 minutes at the bar is a whole fucking mood. So that's my rap. I came up with it. Like, it was a lot of work. And I was like, like write like six lines. I'm like, oh, damn, damn that's like son. 10 seconds. I was like, oh, Jesus. So, yeah. yeah raps like, are really I would just just drop the first. <laughs> that was more slam poetry. Yeah. No, well, I had a tempo a, to it. There but was I some of that gangster hand yeah. thing. Yeah, I, like I, need, I need a little bit of beat to it. A little bit So, <laughs> smart. Je- Actually, it wasn't Jeff. Uh, no, it wasn't even smart Jeff. What's Jeff. I can't remember her name. The one she always has beanie on. Smaller, not his wife. Yeah. You know him longer than me. You're the devil, Bobby Boucher. You're closing everybody's name. You Don't see you put that evil on me? You see that evil on me? You put that evil on me? You put that evil on me? Yeah, how many years ago have you been doing this and you've seen him? Like, what, 17 years? Okay, we're going to think of your name halfway through. If we have to finish your name halfway through, we know why. So, great person on the punks pulled. Best music movie. It's Althea, slash. but anyway. There we go. Yeah, hey, it took you. I stopped laughing. Thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> you didn't even get it. My name's mm-hmm. Otis, so you know, <laughs> I got excuses for everything. Best music movie slash biopic. So um, I don't know if it needs any explaining. Nope. Non non musicals. Yeah, non musicals. That's one thing because everybody was like, yeah, like. Blah, 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 Moulin Rouge. And you're like, no. no. Non-musicals, no. not concert movies. Talking about movies about a specific singer or bands, like, coming up. Coming of age story, whatever. Coming into the, the music business. Okay. So you guys ready? And then we have a just-in-case one, but we'll get to that point if it happens. I'm sure some debate will happen here. Yeah. Maybe. You guys ready? Yeah, and 20 up. minutes starts right now. Oh, now. Let's start with Katie because this is hers. (laughs) Okay, so my number one uh, movie, music, anything ever in existence is Selena. Uh, (laughs) Anything for Selena. Anything for Selena's. Okay, that fucking movie introduced the world to the Latin princess that is uh, Selena and changed 
music forever. Like she brought, she was able to integrate um, Mexican culture into American music in a way that had never been done before prior to her. And her death in 1994 led to the making of the biopic, the movie Selena, which starred Jennifer Lopez and gave her her big break, who just performed in the halftime show, the Super Bowl halftime show, and like blew everyone away and caused all sorts of, yes, caused all sorts of commotion online, people, you know, grabbing grabbing their bonnets. It was too much for them. Clutching like, their pearls. Clutching their, their pearls. pearls. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of handle, clutching. Couldn't handle Had Jennifer Lopez's ass who literally made a fucking job out of shaking her ass. Like, right? Well, what the fuck did you expect? Nice Not gonna too. lie, I have seen less coochie at a strip club than I did during that halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Also, this podcast features our guest, Kelsey. Hi. Yes. Good use of the word coochie. <laughs> um... <laughs> Right, just slip that in conversation very gracefully. But Selena <laughs> showed. Uh, so a lot of um, movie music or mu- music movies end up being like from the start of a person's career or an act's career to where their career kind of like just ends, just drops off. Like they kind of you know Fizzle. they get really into drugs and then they just fall off right. the face of the earth or whatever. But Selena's had a really tragic ending, and this movie went. From start to finish, it showed her growing up as a little kid and her dad pushing her and her fam- her brothers and sisters into music and all the way up to the point where her fucking accountant and fan club manager shot her in a car. So that movie is the fucking best. It's pretty solid. <laughs> that movie it's, is yeah. so good. It's pretty awful. It's, it's a feel good. Uh, feel bad. Feel bad. It's feel good and feel well, bad. When I because see Jennifer Lopez, I feel good. Well, yeah, and all her dies, singing, like... Bad. Jennifer Lopez singing Bitty Bitty Bum Bum is fucking fantastic. <laughs> cool. No lies there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm trying to decide. I've got two, so I'm, I'm probably going to go with my serious. Do one and we'll go back I'm going to go with my serious one first, yes. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. do both. I'm not going to blow my load on both. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with my serious <laughs> one. I'm going to go with, uh, it is Lou Diamond Phillips starring in La Bamba. Yeah, that's on my list the, too. The Richie, the Richie Valens Hell story. Yeah. And of course, you know, Richie Valens, I mean, I mean, the day the music died. Uh, Tragic yesterday. as fuck, which oh, was yeah. yesterday. Yes, yesterday was the 60th anniversary. Yes, yesterday was, I was, yeah, I was about to say, the, the, yesterday yeah. was the 60th anniversary of the day the music died when uh, Richie Valens, the big bopper, and... Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, thank you. I was blanking From Lowy, Texas, by the way. Yeah, they, they all died in, a, they died in a plane crash. That's why it's called the day the music died, and it's, but most people don't know that because they just know the day the music died is part of a fucking... Song. Song from... Don McLean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, the, the La Bamba movie with Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, great. It really, it, it gets to Richie Valens' story. And I think yeah. Richie Valens definitely one of those guys who obviously died too early. Yeah, he and, was 17. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Richie, all of those guys were super young. Yeah. I mean, I think what, Big Bopper was like 22 and... Buddy Holly was only 20, 20, 21, yeah, 22. 20, 21, early, yeah. Early 20s. Yeah. So, I mean, all these guys would have gone on to really, I mean, they already were musical influencers. But yeah. they would have been huge influences past even what they just did. And I mean, knowing their story up to that point, I think, but I think the really intriguing story of those three is, is, is Richie Valens. Oh, yeah. And, and I think Lou Diamond Phillips and, and the whole movie of the Bob did a great job of telling the story. Richie! <laughs> just for like. So, the and last I, know, I will point out, I believe this is the first time on 20 Minutes at the Bar, maybe the second, that Katie and I agree on something. Yeah! Yay. Don't get used to it, people. It's yeah, no, yeah. Katie usually just wants to stab me because I say something or do something. But you know, it's not going to happen a lot. No. In fact, if, if I suddenly don't be on a podcast one week and have died mysteriously, look for Katie. <laughs> don't blame me. You got a lot of enemies. There must be some uh, astrological significance like, to this. Katie, 
Okay, while yeah, you, yeah, while you it's count, not my fault. it's Otis's. So turn. yeah, so she's moved to Otis many... now. She's attempting to take. Oh wait, selfie. let me say first the <laughs> the Los Lobos version of the song La Bamba in the movie La Bamba is fucking great. It is. Yeah, fucking great. Okay. Los Lobos, great man. Yep. Otis. So um, I have to go with probably um Ray. Yeah. That was one of the first ones that I checked out. Hell yeah. It made me very happy. Uh, it was cool to see that he was trying to imitate people. And he was really good at it. But then they were like, well, this is boring. We, we hear that all the time. And then he you know, flips it and actually plays what he wants to. And I actually met his uh, saxophone player. Uh, he had a stupid ass name. Saxophone. <laughs> like bully head or something. <laughs> he had a dumb name, but I remember meeting him. He's old as hell and telling stories about Ray. And then uh, my friends, if you know my friends from Texas, um, there's a couple of movies that we quote all the time about things. And if you do something real stupid, we'll call you a cold ass bastard. And that's from Ray when one of his mistresses realized that she was getting cheated on or whatever. And he's like, well, we can't see each other anymore because my wife's mad. And he's like, you're a cold-ass bastard, Ray. And he's like, bye. <laughs> Ray Charles' <laughs> saxophone player was David Newman, better known as Fathead. Fathead. <laughs> so, um, this has been brought to you by the 20 Minutes at the Bar Research Department. So it, it's cool that we don't they, they tried you. their best no. to make Ray... Looked like a cool dude, but he kind of wasn't. (laughs) And a lot of that story was like, well, I'm bored, so I'm going to cheat with one of my singers. And And do a lot of drugs. So many drugs. (laughs) A lot of drugs. Uh, But he made tons of amazing music in between. Uh, That was one of the movies we watched a lot. My buddy Greg, hey Greg, um, it was this movie in a color purple. He loved that movie. It's very impressive. Like seeing. Great movie. Watching Ray and knowing that he just like. (laughs) Good, shot himself in the arm with drugs, but could not see. Hey man, when you're good, anything. Oh, uh, like, I heard a story that he <laughs> would, he would drive. He would like hop in a car, and people would kind of direct him, and he would just drive, <laughs> la, 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 and it would freak people out because he would do it because it's funny. Yeah. And so Ray Charles is an amazing dude, and my friend Steve. Hey Steve. Fucking Steve. Uh, he 100% believes that Ray Charles is faking it. Oh, just, does he also think Stevie Wonder's faking and it? And Stevie Wonder. Yeah. He thinks they're faking it. Ray Charles. There's posts that like people Ray move Charles and they'll truth. catch it. And he's like, son of a bitch, you can see. So Steve, Steve thinks that they're faking this whole time. That's a geezer. We'll argue about this later, Steve. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Uh, Oscar winning performance for Ray. Heads up. It was, that was it's great. so good. It like, and that was in that, that chunk of time where if you made a biopic about, about somebody, they died like right after. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a weird time. They're like, hey, we're going to make like a blah, blah, blah one. I'm like, oh, he's about to die. <laughs> Who do we want to take out now? Yeah. yeah. So that's mine. All right. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. I'm just going to write my own rules because whatever. <laughs> that's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> so my pick here originated. Uh, on the stage and won Tony's, I believe, um, <laughs> as if you make a good stage production, you do. And of course, it is the greatest artist of all time, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen on Broadway. An artist who has made most of his career selling out stadiums of 40 to what, 120,000 people, and then decided I'm going to have a residency in Broadway on Broadway for audiences of like 300 people I'm going to tell my whole story and it turns out worked out really well on Broadway and he said let's make a movie about it it's not just performances but it's Bruce telling his story he talks about the time he drove across the country didn't even know how to drive a car really 
talks about Clarence, very heartfelt. Talks Big about man. his dad. His dad is a you know stone cold bastard. Talks about his mom, who was a very pleasant woman, loved to dance, all those kind of things. He tells the whole story of who Springsteen is, and for the first time, you actually connect with the person of Bruce Springsteen, and he conveys very clearly, like I've been writing characters <clears throat> my whole life. Most of these people are nothing like me. I know nothing of the working life that I've spoken of for a very long time. However, I've just made a career out of being a good storyteller, so here's who I am, and I think it's beautiful, and I mean, he's the boss, so. Now I don't know. Yeah, I do. Sorry, if you don't get that impression, uh, I'm, I'm channeling uh, Chris, comedian Christopher Titus, who has a great story about Bruce Springsteen Chris and meeting Titus. him. And, yeah, Christopher Titus. Uh, Chris, you're always welcome on this podcast. Uh, I will guest on your podcast. Don't care. Blatant name dropping. Oh, God, yes. I, uh, well, Chris, yeah. Christopher Titus is my favorite comedian of all time. And he, but he, he recorded a special in this little shitty-ass town called Fresno. <laughs> also, did I say? And he drops the Bruce Springsteen. So Tony, you said Tony. Okay, they want a Tony. He, he only Tony. needs an Emmy for EGOT. Yes, yes. he does. He's, he's an EGOT. He's, he's really trying hard on that one. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, and especially yeah. Shout out. Speaking of sax players, shout out to Big Man Clarence Clemens. Yeah. The only I don't. Sorry, Kobe. Sorry, MJ. Like the only celebrity death I give a shit about was Clarence Clemens. That was a big one. I was. Uh, I was sax player. Mm-hmm. Suck Kelsey. Got Kelsey, one. our special new guest friend. Hi, I'm the special new guest friend. Uh, so <laughs> Solid start. There's an echo in here. Solid. <laughs> yep. So I'm really bad with movies. I think these people who are with me know that I don't watch movies. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I we don't. still like you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, but I'm kind of going to go off of Ray because when I was 13, I saw that movie and I had already loved rock and roll. So this is more of like a personal story for me. I've loved rock and roll, grew up with it, even though my parents weren't super big into it. Oh no, I have an old soul. Um, but watching Ray at that age was like kind of a coming of age that like all these people that were super famous weren't like really good people yeah um, so yeah watching him shoot up himself with you heroin mean celebrities and i'm bastards? like yeah right no so that was really just like my opening of like yeah. my like oh my god i love these musicians they're really great oh but you know they're injecting themselves with heroin like right before the show they're drinking three bottles of wine before they yeah. do whatever cheating on their wives yeah and i'm just like yeah they had so many mistresses i'm like how does this happen why do these women <laughs> stick with him so, the 60s? Um, yeah. Drugs. Yeah. Drugs so are he, a hell of a drug. Yeah. Drugs, sex, drugs rock and roll. Are a hell of a In that order. Yes. Drugs, sex, rock and roll. Yep. So, um, for me, that is the best, like, biopic because... It's a solid one. Be- it's yeah, it, but it really shows what he was and, like, musically how great he was. And, and then, try not to be nice about it. They're like, and you did she, drugs, and yeah, and talk they, about it. There's yeah. a lot of rough stuff in that movie, but yeah. Jamie yeah. Foxx also did an amazing job of... Ooh, life is also fun. kind of rough. Uh, quick fun fact. So the song Gold Digger by Kanye West. So, oh, um, yep. so Jamie Foxx did the Ray Charles part in it. Mm-hmm. He actually did he it was before Ray, Ray was cast in it. He did that just off the fuck of it because he had a good impression of Ray. 
it and then they were like, it, uh, so you should be it. Ray Charles in the movie. Well, and then lo and behold, he gets the job of being Ray Charles. Well, for the awesome. movie, they're just like, oh, we'll get um, a sub in or whatever the term is to play the piano. He's like, no, I studied musical arts. I'm going to yeah. do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then yeah. they glued his eyes shut for Jamie the entire Fox, you are welcome. as a joke with Oh, Jamie Foxx, I would love if he came on this show. He's like, all right, guys, where are you? And they just do impressions forever. So I actually know some stuff about movies. Yeah. Obviously, you can tell where his inspiration came from. But, right, we'll be coming um, up in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Man, there's just some, and there's some amazing lines in it. The, the, there's, there's a, there's a great line, and I, I forget which of the characters says it, but um, the, the interviewer basically is asking everyone questions, and, and finally, one guy says, "You know how they, how they say that you always got to be careful about the ones who never say anything." Well, I haven't said shit for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> to, to give himself some street cred. Um, it's anyway. If you haven't it's seen it, it's fantastic. Movie. It's the music's actually really good. Ten out of ten would recommend. And it's it's an incredible movie. So go watch Amazing. it. Um, okay, so I'm gonna be Maverick too. Um, oh my god, is, it's a podcast. I know. Um, so mine is also a fictional band, but it's a real movie. It's, it's not a fictional movie. mockumentary. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, so mine is that thing you do. With your, uh, with your band. O-Neaters. With the O-Neaters. We're, yeah. the, we're the wonders. The wonders. One. Anyway. Uh, I love Tom Hanks, but also that movie is fantastic. Oh, it's it's a good uh, movie. Good yeah, movie. and just... I, I always had a friend who, whenever he would say that, someone would say, that thing you do, and he would say, with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. And, and just so, just so it's clear, fair. Tom Hanks, you... You don't have to. You're welcome. You don't have to come on this podcast ever. Shut up, Jeff. Shut up, Jeff. He's trash. You can come on this show anytime. Tom Hanks is welcome. America's dad is always welcome. I mostly said that to everyone on. We'll we'll kick Jeff out that week, and he can go sit in the car. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. little anybody. Fuck it. Come on. Yeah. Right. Mr. Rogers, come on, man. He has plenty best. of crazy creds just banked up, ready to go crazy, right? That's not what they're called. David S. Also a Titus theory. Yes. But he, he is David S. Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkins. Okay. Douchebag credits. There they are. They're called douchebags. Yes. Tom Hanks has plenty of douchebag credits because he hasn't cashed in yet. He's in the words of Christopher Titus, if the headline tomorrow read, Tom Hanks punches none, your question is going to be, what did that nun do to Tom Hanks? Yep. Exactly. exactly. Douchebag credits. Stop. Please. Oh, okay. Like, little... <laughs> okay. 
second favorite uh, movie biopic is going to be The Jacksons, An American Dream. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it is very, very, very close for me. To, uh, tied second to Selena. It doesn't necess- It's clearly not a happy movie. So much abuse. There's a lot of abuse in it, what? but. But uh, I've been a lifelong fan of Michael Jackson, and seeing that movie as a kid, uh, and seeing like the shit that Joe Jackson put the rest of the Jacksons through to (laughs) make them the superstars that they were, is heartbreaking. And the kids and the the singers that they got to do, like to portray the Jacksons when they were little, was great. Uh, The kid who plays Simba, who's the singing voice of Simba in The Lion King, is Michael Jackson in the the Jackson American Dream movie. No, no, that's the that's the voice actor. The singer is the same is the same singer who does. JTT has a good. No, he didn't. That's why I was like, what? Oh yeah, it's the same guy. I can't remember his name right now. But he was great. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Anyway, so my last one, obviously, as was already mentioned, is this is. Spinal Tap. Uh, because it, it just, it, it's a great, it, it, yes, is it real? No, but it's good in the fact that so many bands have said, yeah, we had that fucking Spinal Tap moment. As an example, uh, there's a moment in Spinal Tap where they all get trapped in, or what, the bass player gets trapped in the pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he can't fucking get out. They're like trying to blowtorch it open, and there's all this shit to get like a grinder. And he, he, he finally sure. gets out at the end of the song, sure. where he's, everyone else is going back in the pod, and he just gets out, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, shit, I gotta get back in the pod. And the pod's closed, <laughs> and he can't get back in. But so, you two had that moment where they had a giant, for one of their tours, had a giant chrome lemon. Yeah. They would come out in, and the yeah. chrome lemon would like split open, and they would come out of that. And one night on tour, I guess the, the story goes, it came out and it wouldn't fucking open. And like one of the guys in the thing went, "So we're having our spinal tap moment." <laughs> <laughs> but so many of those moments, like the Hello Cleveland moment where they get lost backstage, right? There's just so many foot tall stone. The foot tall tone hit there. My giant fucking stone end was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they're so, I mean, it's just, and it's so real and so true, and it's so true of bands of that 80s era. But yeah. And plus the songs, they actually learned how to play the songs, and the songs are fucking great. I mean, come on, there's nothing better than singing along with Big Bottom. Break Like the Wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or Stonehenge, or, yeah, anyway. If you haven't listened to the Spinal Tap, at least find the album and listen to it, it's great. Damn. Otis! So... Uh, we have a minute left, so everybody's being a little Lightning cool round. and being Maverick, so I'm going to be a Maverick too and say my least favorite music oh. biopic. So I was on a bus going to Kansas for a jazz competition, and so the choice of movies was a Charlie Parker biopic with Forrest Whitaker or Nacho Libre. <laughs> I was done with jazz on a jazz trip. I said Nacho Libre. Uh, <laughs> Everyone else said Forrest Whitaker. No, no one else said anything. Oh, He's like, I'm going to put in Charlie Parker. I said, for the love of God, <laughs> please put on Nacho Libre. And he's like, I'm putting in Charlie Parker. Forrest Whitaker decides to throw his saxophone into the lake five times in the movie. And then when he plays music, Charlie Parker plays all the notes in one second. Forrest Whitaker shakes his body like he's having a seizure. That's how he plays the saxophone. It's a terrible movie. (laughs) Terrible. It made me so mad that I wasn't watching Nacho Libre. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It made me sad. What you got, Bobby? You're the last one. I got seven seconds. Yeah. Michael Jackson is a piece of shit. Whoa. Whoa. That is not a movie. I had another movie. 
Alleged I did too. Bullshit. The doors. Last call. Okay, you guys heard Vanessa. Pat's gone. Fucking <laughs> 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 Pat. So Vanessa's gonna be saying last call now. So like always, thank you for listening. Uh, you can check us out on Allentown Pod on Twitter, AllentownPresents at gmail.com on email. Uh, we're on Facebook now. Yeah. We're on Facebook. Please follow and like yeah. us. We uh, both have an Allentown Presents page on Facebook and a 20 Minutes at the Bar page. And also, if you've listened to our Mr. Sparkle Power Hour, Mr. Sparkle. then we have a page for that, too. We're everywhere, guys. We're, we're doing it. We're like... Hit us up. Whether you love us or hate us, let us know. We're like that slow-moving bacteria, Hansen's disease. Yeah. <laughs> Get in your nose. Yeah, and AKA your leprosy. Nose and leprosy, bitches. <laughs> uh, but like always, guys, thank you so much. And this is fun. And we're going to keep doing it. Because Yay, it's, it's fun. Me. We okay. love you. Unless hey, you're Kelsey. Steve. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.